and risings, my love bugs. I feel so refreshed. Like, I don't know. Today's a new day. You know what I mean? I hope you guys woke up like that too. Or whatever time you're listening to this. I hope your day went really good. It is 9.06. Today is March 31st. Thursday, okay? And I'm not going to pull no cards today. I'm just sitting here. Well, I'm laying here, actually. Comfortable as hell. I had the best sleep of my life. So whoever's listening, that be cross-listening, be trying to see if your spells work. Baby, <laughs> I be sleeping good. Mm-hmm. I feel rejuvenated. And I hope my other listeners do too. Today's going to be channel messages. So whatever comes out, comes out. But I feel like these are healing messages or these are like insightful things that people need to know that may be going around because this is happening in the world right now, okay? So it's like <laughs> the energy I'm feeling right now is the energy I'm feeling is like, okay. Let's say, I feel like, I don't even know the words for it. I can't even put it into words. And I feel like a lot of you guys are feeling like this too. A lot of the people that listen to my my page, you know, my page, or like, are on any of my social medias that listen to any of my content. And you're on your journey, and you have awakened, and you're realizing what's going on around you. I feel like you're at this moment where it's kind of like me. Like, the first couple minutes of this podcast, it's like, I'm trying to gather my fucking thoughts. Like, it's like you just walk through this fucking tunnel of, like, knowledge. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> in a way, it's like you just bit the apple in the Garden of Eden. And you just unlocked all this fucking information, right? The shit that they didn't want you to know. And it's like, now you know it. It's like, what the fuck? That can be in anything. It could be in, like, the stuff I talk about, you know? Or it could be, like, uh, in your own life, you know? Things going on in your own life that's coming to surface that, like, you know, you're like, what the fuck? People, places, things, jobs, you know, whatever's going on. It's like things were not what it seemed, right? I just had one of those moments where I felt like I just went through like a time portal or something. Like, what the, where the fuck am I? <laughs> like, yeah, I know I'd be breaking all this shit down and stuff, but it's like, once you actually like sit down and like really take the time to ground yourself and feel the energy to what's going around you, this should be crazy. Like, it's really crazy, bro. This is what it feels like to break out of the matrix. It's like, I'm noticing that everything I'm hearing, everything I'm seeing in the message, um, I'm also being able to be uh, aware of, like, 
warnings and things like that too you know it's like <clears throat> I can listen to things you know I could watch other people whatever but it's like if it don't hit my soul I move forward you know I don't get like sucked into um I guess like trends and like things like that if it don't set with my soul if it don't give me goosebumps I don't fuck with it. I feel like some of you guys right now are feeling that too. Mm-hmm. We're going to take this to the um, to the kitchen because I need something to drink. <laughs> but we're going to keep talking. You guys are going to just mob with me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like the illusions are gone. Like, all of them. Surrounding, like, the people that was in your life. Surrounding your job. Surrounding how you even felt about yourself. It's like they're all gone. So what's left? If there's no illusions, the only thing left is the truth, right? So what's the truth? What's the truth about you? The truth about you is what you know. You know? And it's like... How I always say, don't let nobody sway with the fuck you know. If I'm looking at the motherfucking sky and that shit is sky blue, that shit is sky blue. If you looking at it and it's purple for you, then motherfucker is purple for you. I don't know what you can see with your eyes. You feel me? But just because everybody's saying the sky is blue, don't mean if you see it purple that you gotta go along with them and say it's blue. You like, nah, that shit's a little... What's a little? That shit's periwinkle. <laughs> that shit is periwinkle, my guy. You see the way the sun's hitting it like this? You might see things in the art form. The way people's mind works. The way people's eyes work are different from each other for a reason. That's why we have artists. People that can just pick, pick up colors and just slap it on a fucking blank canvas. And it's magnificent. And it sells. You feel me? So just because you look at the sky and see sky blue and I see periwinkle, don't mean we ain't looking at the same sky. It's called being in different dimensions. (sighs) Refreshing. Excuse me, when you smoke in the morning, <clears throat> that uh, cotton mouth be real. <clears throat> so anyways, bow. Just because we're seeing two different color skies don't mean we're not looking at the same sky. We're just on two different dimensions. And I feel like a lot of people in my collective, you're starting to realize that about a lot of people that you used to be with, grow up with, kick it with was cool with bosses, co-workers, family members, whatever, lovers. I feel like it's like whoever's in your life that pops up in your mind when you're thinking about this. It's like, hmm. Excuse me. It's almost like things are coming together. Like if it was somebody that like the whole time you guys was cool, it's like they had like a little energy where it's like you couldn't quite pinpoint it 
you know or it's like a boss that just keeps or like okay because i had one of these um i wasn't even like a main gm or nothing like that this motherfucker was a shift lead but it's like you know people that just like um get a little power position or it's like especially for people of color like we experience this all the time at work it's like people that that are um not our same race they'll you know they'll have power over us because they're the boss or something like that and it's like they'll try to overextend their shit and try to make us work extra hard you feel you know what i'm saying like for example i used to work at starbucks in the town and it's like it was in this really nice building like one of the tallest tallest buildings um downtown where i live and it's like um it was like a corporate building, so like we had really important people that worked for the city in that building. It was like I think it's like fifty floors or like fifty one floors or something like that. And I, on the main floor uh, was a Starbucks, so people just everybody was just coming to us. We were just busy all day, right? The line sometimes would be like out the door because other pedestrians and stuff were coming. It was popping, right? And it's like um, I had this white dude as my. Uh, shift supervisor he was a gay dude that was my baby like I loved him he was so sweet he literally loved my whole life like <laughs> that was like my best friend there okay at the time you know you have like a work bestie he was like a work bestie he was hella cool but then he left to go follow his dreams like I said he was gay he wanted to be a Chip and Dale's dancer he wanted to go pop his shit I supported him I'm like go do your shit you want to dance look do your thing you feel me <laughs> I don't have nothing against people. It's just the people that try to down talk me that have these positions where I'm going to defend myself. So the stripper hoes and stuff that live out here that's ganging against me, of course I'm going to talk about your profession because you try to talk about mine. But I don't judge anybody like that. If you judge me, I'm going to come at you. You feel me? He wanted to be a Chip and Dale's dancer. I said, bro, go for it. And he went to like school part-time. I'm like, go for it. Look, do your thing. You feel me? have fun starbucks is you're, you're too bright for starbucks you feel me who knows you might be somebody in vegas doing the big big shows one day who fucking knows that's your that's it that's what you want to do you go do it you feel me but that was my baby he was so it was like everything ran so smooth there you feel me okay and then look then the energy coming and i feel like somebody listening to this is gonna resonate then there's a new energy that come in that either like you know when one person want to go follow their dreams it gets replaced by somebody else so now there's a different shift lead right and this motherfucker was evil i wouldn't even say the devil like you, you know i don't say oh that motherfucker was the devil i told y'all y'all need to stop blaming lucy for everything bro lucifer is getting sick of that shit <laughs> that motherfucker was not the devil because the devil is not who you think he is stop blaming the fallen angels for this that motherfucker was just evil. And he had a um a white boy complex. Shit. That privilege shit. If you don't use that, then don't get offended by it. If you do, then fuck. Fit the shoes. You feel me? I have so many listeners that listen to me. I'm gonna speak what I need to speak. If it offends you, get the fuck off my podcast. He had that white boy privilege and came in. And at the time, like I told you, when, when my baby was there, the gay white dude that was my boss before that, 
he did not make look he barely wanted me look he treated me like the motherfucking queen that i am okay i barely had to do anything besides um bust through the lines because it was like i was the fastest one on the cash register everybody else was trying to talk to people and make small talk and shit and i know how to bust people through the line look these people gotta go back to work we gotta line out the door you don't have to connect with everybody like that with a full story and shit like there's people that just don't know how to balance out work i know how i was busting people through the line boom 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 right and it's crazy because i barely had to like i didn't really have to clean like we didn't have no bathrooms because you know it was a big ass building so they had their own janitors but it's like he didn't really make me take out the trash like that you know he had me wipe down a couple tables and get back to it make some drinks give it like he literally had me on like a princess schedule is what he everybody called it they're like oh she has the princess schedule yeah i was the only black person there and he treated me like the queen that i was and then this little evil motherfucker came when he left and that motherfucker had a little he must have had a little shrimp dick and he had a white boy privilege so it's like you got two things against you right now you got a little man complex down there and and i can and, and like for men women can tell like if you didn't know we can tell which ones have the little man complex depending on how you try to overcompensate for things be yourself bro some women like that shit you feel me but when you overdo it and try to overcompensate for it that makes you look like an asshole and it makes it even look even smaller you feel me just work for the wise you feel me food for thought for some of the men that have that conflicts that may be listening that may be offended by my energy because it's so powerful okay we know when y'all have that conflict because it's, it's something that's overcompensated and for him he wanted to overcompensate at work and for him I was just a little black girl so he made me take out the trash and do like the stuff that the men were supposed to be doing there was actually men that worked at that job that it's like they have more men than women. But instead, they were making me do the stuff that he was making me do the stuff that the men should have been doing. Okay? To make my my, my job miserable. Or like, um, there was another job I worked at. And I was the manager. But even though I was a manager, I was the only black manager. So they would try to leave me out of stuff or try to have meetings without me to act like, okay, yeah, she's getting the pain. She'd be like, we don't want a black woman on our council. We don't want her opinions. We don't want her thoughts. Pay attention to this kind of stuff, right? These are all illusions. None of that shit matters because what's going on was they were trying to break you. They were trying to make it seem like in that moment you weren't important or in that moment I mean, like, you don't, I'm giving your, you guys this example because I need people to also understand that are not black, that are not people of color, that do not get mistreated. What we go through on a daily fucking basis, going to the grocery store, walking our fucking dogs, (laughs) walking down the street to get Skittles in Arizona, like Trayvon Martin, going to work. As a manager, I just told you I was a fucking manager at a dispensary. Making like, I think at the time I was making like $25, $24 an hour, my guy. I had the keys to the building. 
I was taking in orders. If people don't know what a dispensary is for people that in other countries that listen to me, because I know I have people that's like in Germany and shit like that. Can other countries listening to this? I see it on uh, my little Spotify little stats and shit. I see it. So it's like any of you guys, if you don't know, this is what this how it is. Okay. This is how this is what I was a manager. <laughs> and they still try to like overwork me and put all the shit that they didn't want to do on me. Oh, but baby. Let me tell let me tell you guys how I spend things. You can't fucking play me. Everything I do is chess. And I'm very very good at chess. Everything I do is chess. I haven't even played the game chess in a long time, but my dad taught me how to play when I was a kid. And ever since then, the concept stuck in my head about everything. Okay? About every single thing. So, and I did this to a couple jobs. This ain't just one. I did this to a couple jobs. I'm going to tell you about the first one I did. This is how I'm, I'm going to show you guys how I build my way up in this dispensary game. For people that don't have dispensaries or don't know about legalized weed, legalized marijuana, in the city that I'm in, we have legalized marijuana since a long time. Like, we had it. We were, like, one of the first ones to legalize when all of that started happening, okay? So we have dispensaries, which are stores that are almost like liquor stores, but they're full of marijuana. Like, you can go in and just show your little 21 and up ID and get you some fucking weed, period. Simple. I mean, if people go in there for medical purposes too, but it's a recreational thing, so it's almost like going to the bar. So look, I told you guys I've been smoking this shit since before it was legal when I was a teenager. And so it's like I studied it. I knew all the thing, everything about it. I was the one, like, when everybody was trying to get it legalized and stuff out in the state that I'm in, they allowed teenagers from high school, from our debate teams, they allowed the best, um, the, like, the, the paper that won the argument to be submitted into, um, even though we were too young to vote, it was like we were right on the cusp. It was like we were, like, 17 and a half, you feel me? So it was like they allowed the students to have a say-so. And, and, and partake in what they wanted to say because they were trying to do something around alcohol and marijuana at that time. So I fought for marijuana and against alcohol. And I had a great argument. I feel like I still have it somewhere on like a little USB somewhere because that shit was so filthy, it was so brilliant. Everybody was like, you should be a lawyer. <laughs> right? So it's like, of course, bro. As soon as I turn 21, I'm like, I'm in the dough. You feel me? There was a uh, there was a dispensary right up the street from my house, and um, this is gonna resonate for some of you guys. This is gonna resonate for somebody that's like needing to move on and start your own business, or you just need to know your worth when it comes to business and and your worth ethic and like the energy you carry and how to not let nobody try to play you, no matter what. Okay, always stand up for yourself, even in work. I don't play that shit, okay? I know my work. And I've known that everybody be like, oh, you'll leave that job? Yes, motherfucker, I'll leave that job. I don't need to hold on to nobody for shit. Fuck you mean? You guys are about to find out why. I've always been like that. Because I have a self-made mind. 
And the thing is, and the thing is, I need you guys to understand. It's it just the energy that I keep picking up on is Aquarius because, like I said, you guys are the blue avians. So I'm tapped into your energy because you guys are supposed to be the lame ones waking up. You have the intellect, okay? So I'm gonna keep targeting my Aquariuses, okay? This is not saying that nobody else can listen to this message, but the Aquariuses that are listening, this is mainly for you, okay? You trying to wonder why people would be trying to overwork you so much at work? It's because the way your brain is set up, they see that you think different. They try to overwork you and break you and make you feel like you're lower than. Remember, you made these people. You made these humans. And most of them are just the slaves. Remember, they made a bunch. If you listen to the Blue Avian podcast, they made a bunch of them that just was supposed to build the pyramids and shit. Listen to orders and shit. But now, in today's time, they running around trying to bring you down so that you don't realize who you are. Okay? It's like finally having your boss next to you. And it's like, no, motherfucker, you just like me. And they're like, nah, motherfucker, I'm a god. I'm about to get about this bitch. I don't need this shit. Thirteen fifty an hour, bitch. No benefits? What the fuck are you doing? I'm breaking my back out here. Got blisters. Got bags in my eyes and shit. Fuck you. I'm out of here. go start my own damn business right whatever so let's get back to my story i'm pumped right there's a store right up the street like i can mob <laughs> i can mob on foot to my motherfucking job bro it was like it was perfect it was like it was so perfect bro <laughs> Oh, so perfect. And then even then, I moved, like, around the corner a little bit further, and it was just, like, 15 minutes away from where I needed to be, you know? So, it was really nothing. Like, it was the dream job. And then, guess what? I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. When I was a teenager, I used to sell bud. Shit, my mom, if you're listening, you know how every Christmas or something, me and my brother, we used to, like, confess to you? Um, rest in peace brother we used to confess to you and the rest of the family like all the little bad shit we used to do like after all these years because y'all can't whoop us now and we're grown yeah mom i'm sorry if this breaks your heart but i used to sell weed i was just trying to make sure you know you ain't had to um work as hard for me at least you know she knows we'll talk about other things later but for right now i used to sell weed right so it's like i had certain connections and i smoke with everybody like, I was the type of person in high school, it's like, everybody wanted to smoke with me. Like, if you smoked with me, then it was like, you were cool. You feel me? I swear to God, I'm not over-exaggerating nothing. You see why these females are coming after me like this? Because I was cool with everybody. Everybody, the squares, the nerds, the jocks, the hood niggas, the, the cheerleaders. But now I know the cheerleaders and all they little fake-ass, whack-ass friends that they were just hating on me the whole time. But I was from the whole football team. I kicked it with them. I go, I host parties and they'll come to my shit. Cause I, they're my bro- like when I say my brothers, I mean like these men that I kicked it with. I treated them like my brothers. You feel me? I ain't look at them in that way. They might have thought I was cute, but like they knew. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm talking like I'm talking to them like a uh, bro. <laughs> Their name is bro. You feel me? <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, I I sold weed, so I had a lot of connections. I knew a lot of people, right? 
So when I come to this job, they just open it up. You know, it's, it's pretty fresh. Like, it's pretty fresh. They didn't have much established shit right there, right? So it's like, when I come in, I have brilliant ideas. And it's like, this is the place I can do that. Because they're starting from the ground bottom. The main manager owner dude, he was like, like Turkish or like Armenian or some shit like that, right? He barely spoke English. But it's like he had black people running it, right? There was like two older black dudes, a little bit older than me, fine as hell, by the way. <laughs> two older black dudes, older than me, that was working there, that knew about the game too, you feel me? And then um, uh, after a while, they brought in a, a younger dude that was a little bit younger than me. And it's like, he came from around the hood, too. Very proud of him. Got a very good head on his shoulders, too. And it's like, all of us was just like the dream team. Like, I swear, we was all about our money. We was all about our business. We all knew about weed. You feel me? It was just like the perfect family. It was like a family. But it's like the Turkish, Armenian dude, whatever. And like, by the way, don't get offended. Like I said, my family's Turkish. And my grandma is Italian and Armenian. Don't don't get it fucking twisted. My immediate great-grandma. Don't get it twisted, booty. Like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get your panties in the bunch, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't have no issues with nobody. I'm going to speak the truth, though. This person, this Turkish Armenian dude, he loved the way we worked. He loved our hustle as black people. But he tried to capitalize off us and not give us no raise when we was making him some motherfucking coin. I'm about to show you guys what I did. I put some more spin on it. Like, whoo. Look, I went in there and I revamped the whole system because it's like I'm the divine feminine. You feel me? So I come in with creative ideas. The men, they the ones that show me the, the reason how I know how to like order the bud and make connections with the vendors and how to price it and all that kind of stuff was because the men that was there, they taught me that. They taught me like the technical behind the scenes stuff how to count the money how to do the deposits and all that kind of stuff right the taxes and all that they told me all that right you feel me i just knew about the size measurements i knew how to like jug you feel me i know how to sell the bud <laughs> i know how to pull the people in how to come up with creative ideas to pull them in deals and shit like that you feel me where it's like the deals worked out for everybody it wasn't just like oh we're cutting a deal and we're losing money nah my guy we was pulling in so much bank so much bank every month we went up like every month I want to say we went up another 10 racks like people don't know what that means that's $10,000 every month we're going up every every month every month every month right I've been there for like I feel like I was there for like a year or two right no no not even a not even two years maybe like a year and some change and I was about to stay there for a while but he wasn't trying to cash us in. We went from making $50,000 a month to $200,000 a month and counting. I would have kept bringing it up. But it's like once we realized, because it's like we're back there doing the numbers, right? He's coming up. All he's doing, all the Turkish Armenian dude is doing is coming and picking up the money and going and bringing it to whatever he's doing, his own bank, his own safe, his own deposit, whatever he's doing, right? We're doing everything. Got the music bumping, got the menus going, got people ordering, you feel me? Cash deposits, vendors, making sure, uh, inventory, you feel me? I'm coming up with ideas to pull people in. 
I got discounts for seniors and shit. You feel me? The vets, because I know they need this shit like medicine. Stop fucking playing with me. I have the most brilliant mind. And then on top of that, I just told you guys I used to sell bud. So all I had to do was get on my Facebook and say, hey, come down to this store. This is what we got in the store. Everybody was like, oh, shit, I'll be here. Motherfuckers would wake up early in the morning just to wait for me to post the deal of the day and be there. Oh, I'll see you, sis. Yep. Oh, this is this. The store wasn't even the dude, the Turkish Armenian dude store. It was my store. Me and the dudes that was uh, working there. But out of all the dudes that was working there, I had the most clients coming in to see me. Everybody was coming to see me. The the dudes would just stay in the back in case I needed security. I'd be out there. Uh, 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 uh. All my friends just uh, uh, easy, 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 because I already know what people are coming in for. You feel me? Don't play with me. I know what I'm doing. But it's like, <laughs> the dude tried to play us, right? So, like I said, we was doing all this. It was like, I damn near lived there. Because it was such an easy job. It's like, I would go in and paint and shit. And just, oh, somebody's coming in. Put that shit down. Get up, help them, you know? And it's like, I was coming up with ideas. And I was just, like, brilliant, right? I had the little Erica Badu vibes going on sometimes. We might twerk some sometimes. It was like, it's lit. You feel me? The environment was so... It's like people just want people. The competition next door was coming over like spying on us because they were trying to figure out how to fuck. Everybody didn't want to go over there. Y'all feel me? It's because it's my energy in that bitch. Not just me, but the other kings that was there. It was our energy in there, right? And it's like it was like that was like the hood story. Like everybody's just like, oh yeah, they'll come. People be like, oh, we'll come all the way from the north side or, or all the way from the south side or a whole nother part of the, the you feel me because <laughs> it's like no we heard about your deal i had easy deals and it's like some of the deals that people have right now in their dispensaries came from me those certain oh on friday bye and i and, and for for the ones that live where i'm living you guys know what i'm talking about um big bag fridays or something like that you buy a big bag of weed and you get a discount on it yeah that's because i knew people got paid every other friday so if you came in and you got a large amount, you get a discount on it. So the reason a lot of y'all favorite dispensaries have these get discounts is because of the shit I started when all of this stuff first started. No, but they won't give me credit though. You know? I had mystery bags and stuff where you come in and it was like a mystery in there. You might get you might get a, some edibles. You might get some uh, uh you know, an eighth. <laughs> You might get a couple of joints, a drink, a juice, you know, something you're going to try. You're like, oh, that shit fire. I have mystery bags. And it's like for people that didn't have that much, they come in, they might have 20 bucks. You get mystery bag, you get more than what you expected. You feel me? And all that shit's hitting. I have some real deal shit going on. Okay? Then I became, so when I, when I was doing all that, it was like I quickly moved from just a cashier or like they call them bud tenders, to like the shift lead, from the shift lead to the manager. Once I was at the manager position, I'm like, hada, 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 hada. All this is cute, fine, and dandy, but my my responsibilities increase, but motherfucker, my pay's the same. Mmm, that ain't adding up to me, boy. And like I said, we was making... Twice, three times as much as you as 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 we first was making. 
when we came in there, we really got the ball moving. And we was, it's literally like, it got to the point when we got to, when we got to 150000 every month, then I, I upped the ante. And I was like, you guys, instead of making 10, like, uh, you know, instead of just hitting a 10 every month, let's hit an extra 50k every month. So then that's how we jumped up to 200,000. Then when we got up there, me and all the uh the black dudes, the black kings that worked there, we was like, um, hold on. Are you guys seeing anything in this? They're like, "No, nah, we still making the same pay from when we first started." So we all came and sat down with dude and we like, "Hey, yo, we need and it's like at this time we making like 1350. You feel me? Back in the day, it's like during that time when it came to like cost of living and stuff that was good but at the same time like i just said we're bringing in more money people don't know how to run businesses if people got a good thing going and they making you more money why are you being greedy and using your privilege in any kind of way to hold them back but it's holding you back Cause that motherfucker lost a lot of fucking money. Like they're just now getting up and doing little shit now, and they're just now expanding to a second business and all that kind of shit. They think they're doing something now, but baby, you would have been done with that like years ago. And I stopped working there like years ago. You feel me? I've been had several other dispensaries and other jobs since then. Now I got my own business. And you guys are just now opening up and expanding because you gotta see. Once we left. That place started to hurt because nobody else wanted to go there. They only came there for us. I swear to God. They only came there for us. <laughs> People will tell you. Because it seemed at the time, it seemed black owned because all they seen was us. They didn't see the Turkish Romanian dude coming through just to scoop up the money. And then we asked for a raise. We didn't even, we wasn't even greedy. We was like, hey, can we get, can we get sixteen fifty? Can we get seventeen fifty? Like for four people working there. And you're making an extra $150,000 a month. You're making an extra $150,000 a month. For four people working there, you can't give them two, three extra dollars an hour. And they're running your whole operation. You don't have to lift a fucking finger. That is bad for your own business, you dumb motherfucker. And I hope your dumb ass remembers me. And one day you click on my podcast and you remember yeah, when I'm up there and I'm I'm a millionaire and my name's everywhere for what I do, because that's what I manifest for myself, your greedy ass is going to remember me and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're dumb. People need to stop being so fucking greedy and unfair to people. Okay? So he didn't want to give us none of none of us a raise. But look what God did. Look what this, look this, look, this is how God works. Because we was still like, man, look, at that point, we was all like, man, I don't know about this shit. You feel me? But we was still like, okay, this was still the cool-ass job. So some of us was thinking about picking up a little part-time, a little second job or whatever. The um the two older men, they were fathers. You know, I was younger, so I ain't had no kids. The other dude ain't had no kids. We were younger. Like, we were in our first 20, 21s, 22s type shit. You feel me? We ain't had no kids. But it's like... um the other men they had families you feel me like they got uh girlfriends series wives or whatever they had peoples that they had to pay for you feel me and it's like these men are here i'm here all the time so we was already like looking at it like and eh, we gonna start thinking of something else right 
And then look at how God works. God sent in this little white girl. Again, like I said, my best friend, rest in peace, she's white. Okay? <laughs> Valley girl. You feel me? From the whole nother, her, her world is completely different from mine. We were completely opposites. I ran around with gang members when I was a kid and drug dealers. And she was a valley girl, okay? I told you, she was like peace-loving hippie. That was my best friend, okay? We met at military school. So, the white girl gets in here. And she's like one of them little white girls, like, uh, I guess they're like alternative. But I don't know, she like wore skateboard shoes. But she ain't skateboard, so it's like kind of weird. <laughs> but like, yeah, her. She comes in. She's like a little opportunist bitch, too. Like, when she came in, she came in from another state, right? I don't know where she came from, but whatever she came in from, she, like, got the job, right? And you know how normally you get the job, and it's like, okay, you work for two weeks or whatever, you get your first check. She used her privilege in her, um, I guess, slutty ways, because it's like, only sluts try to use their sex to, like, use their sexualized um energy to like get themselves to the top you feel me but it's like she came in and like seduced the older turkish romanian dude okay um and like basically she asked him for an advance she didn't even work like bro she'd been on the job for two hours and like he came in to collect the money she asked to have a meeting with him in like the back room um then privacy because it's like you know that's her business she needs to talk to him about something and it's like, we all kind of look like, well, bitch, you just got hired. Like, the fuck? You know? We're like, whatever. We all go out the room. And it's like, um, he comes back out and tells us, because, like, we deal with the money. He's like, oh, um, go pull out uh, $900 out the thing for her and give it to her. And it's like, we all looking at each other like, so she barely been clocked in for her first date on her shift. For She barely been here for an hour and a half. She didn't even take her first break yet, my guy. And she went in the back and said something, and she, she can get $900 out of you? And you don't even know if she's going to last through the week or through her two weeks to get her first check? But we just asked you, like, a week ago for a raise, and you didn't have it. You made it seem like, oh, I can't afford that. So it's like, that's when we was like, oh, yeah. That's 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 the moment when God was like, get out of there. You feel me? Because all of us was like pussyfooting around like, uh, you know, I don't really want to leave. Like, this shit's perfect. You feel me? Like, we was literally like in control of everything. It was like, damn, we ain't want to. And it's like, we really fucked with each other. You feel me? Like I said, that was my family. Like, they really, we we all looked out for each other. We bring each other like lunch and shit. Like, if one of us wasn't feeling good, the other person would pull a double, you know, and like switch it off. Like, all right, bro, you don't feel good. Your baby got you sick. I'll pull a double, bro. But you gotta, you know, I'm trying to go out this weekend. You won't have to pull that double, you know? So it's like, we had each other's back. That was like, those are like my brothers, you feel me? On some real shit. That's why I say, these men that I be around, they're really my brothers. There's so many of them. There's just like, what's the point in naming them? <laughs> There's just so many of them, my guy. There's so fucking many of them. So it's like, yeah, that's the energy I have when I come around dudes. Unless you're my man, you know. My man know who he is. But, yeah, that's the energy that I have. So, it's like, it's loyalty. My loyalty goes far, okay? And that's how we work for each other. So, it's like, when he was gone and the little bride was gone. Because, like, we gave her the little booty shifts. Like, oh, you want to come in and take this money? It's like, she didn't do that once. She kept doing it. Like, she would barely work. And then it was like, for some reason... 
the main boss will approve on extra hours that we know that she didn't work because it's like we were there we made the schedules we had to be the ones to like count out the cash well not me but like um one of the main older dudes he was the one to count out the cash for everybody's check and stuff like that so it's like he had the hours he knew all that kind of stuff so it's like he told he was telling us like hey yo he got me paying this little bride like extra money she didn't even fucking work these hours because we you feel me so it's like we didn't even need her that much but she was making around the same much as uh, amount as us and she was working like maybe part-time or maybe like less than that so like we started to really be like oh yeah fuck this motherfucker right but it's like we we were trying to figure out how we were gonna do it because it's like we didn't want to leave any of all that work on like all of us right so it's like we all walked out at the same time but the way we did it is we kept everything on the hush the little bride didn't know nothing you feel me he didn't know nothing but we all had a little thing you feel me and it's like once we all got jobs like we all got like some type of position like oh yeah one of them had like some type of promise you know position waiting for him and he had an interview here and it was like promised already the other person had like the plug he was able to go to a different dispensary on a different side of town and like get you know um ushered in i had a different dispensary that i went and took all my skills from here and became a main manager there you feel me so it's like and then the other young dude he went on and he was already doing his own fucking thing regardless like he already was like a a producer and shit like that he made music he was making his friend famous like his friend is like famous literally like i'm not lying his friend is already famous and he was like his manager basically but it's like he had the little side job at the dispensary it was fun you feel me like because he had the same connections like me where it's like yeah come through I'll, I'll be here at this time type shit you know so it's like yeah we none of us wanted to like leave nobody so once we all got our little position it was promised and we was gonna start next week or on monday or whatever my god we got out of there we were done <laughs> we were done we all left at the same time and the customers were so confused like people were coming in like oh uh like we what we did is like the day the, the girl came in and the day he came in to collect the money and the girl came in because it's like she would only come it's like i don't know what they were doing I don't know if they was linking after. I don't know. But it was like somehow she knew the days that the main boss would come in. And we paid attention to that too because we didn't even know when this motherfucker was going to come in. But it's like somehow she would just so happen to come in. It's like she'll go in the back with him and like walk out. And it's like she'll leave with some money. She think we ain't know that. But it's like we watch the cameras and he give her some money. And then they'll leave. Right? So it's like, Yeah. We waited for the day that they both came in because we knew he was going to come in. So we caught on to him. We was like, okay, she'll be here too. And as soon as they did, we had all our shit on us. We waited till they came in and we walked out. They had hella customers in there and everything. And we was like, nah, we're out of here. They was like, what happened? I thought this was your store. We was like, nah, this is their store. Ask them for the bed. And we told them everything they was doing to us and how they was mistreating us and not paying us right. And how, and people seen how much we worked there. Like they would say, damn, y'all always here. You know? And it was like, it was like, it wasn't an issue because it was like, I love Bud, bro. You feel me? I do this shit. It's, I used to sell Bud. It's really nothing. But it's like, to see how much we was really there all the time and like really ran everything. People had respect for that. But to also know at that moment that we was getting mistreated, I was like, no, go show your love to the one next door. When I tell you, everybody stopped going to the store that we used to work at and went to the business next door i gave the business next door so much fucking business to the point that 
they didn't have to sell their lowest product at $10 anymore. Their lowest product could be $18 because that's how much people were just coming and spending with them. Because the other store, they were like, no. <laughs> to the point that other store, like I just said, just now, like I want to say last year, they just was able to expand when he could have been able to expand years ago. And I haven't worked there for like six, seven, eight years, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> so it's like, this is the type of energy a lot of you guys carry. You just got to know your worth. Okay? The other the, the other job uh, that I had when I was actually the manager, the only reason, it's like I was the manager and I was making more. I was making like 25 an hour, right? Which That's why it's like, damn, thirteen fifty, Motherfucker, I'm supposed to be making $25 an hour and more and then some. Y'all feel me? You see how much he was cutting this back? holding this back so i go to the job i'm actually you feel me i'm making the money i'm supposed to be making but them motherfuckers they're all white it's in the north they're all white and and i'm the only black spot in there again mind you i don't give a fuck the fucking state i live in is damn near like that but it's like there go that power again and, and it's not just all white but it's all white men so it's, it's it's a whole nother dynamic in that motherfucker. And then here comes this beautiful, black, strong manager. But I'm a woman, too. Okay? So that's why they were trying to have little meetings and shit and make little rules and shit without me. Or, like, I'll go in there and it's like, oh, they're in a meeting. You know, it's like, how does shift leads and shit know they're in a meeting? But I don't know in a meeting. But it's supposed to be an all-manager's meeting. Like, you guys didn't give me the memo. Or you guys try to do it before my before my shift started. You see what I'm saying? But it's like, hmm, aren't I supposed to be included in that shit too? Literally, it wasn't like, oh, this manager, that manager. No, we were all managers. We just had different shifts. So one wasn't over the other. We all paid, got the pay, same pay and shit. They tried to give me the schedule that nobody else wanted. So they gave me the closing schedule. And with the closing schedule... It was like I wasn't able to see my family because it was like the hours that I was working was like I would go in at like three or something and I would leave at like midnight because dispensaries close at like midnight. But then after that, you still got to count the money and close and clean. So at the same time, sometimes you won't even be really getting out of there until like one, you know, if somebody's till is off or something. And then I had to drive all the way because I lived in the hood <laughs> so I think I drive all the way from their cities and their towns with their little folks all the way to my hood so it was like an hour hour and a half drive to where I stayed every night so I was getting home at like three in the morning and I would have to get up and go do it all over again right and they also had me working the weekend so it was like they were literally trying to make sure I didn't have a life with my family my friends I was missing out on personal things parties Things like that, family meetings, hanging out with my mom and stuff like that. Like, I was missing out on a lot of things because I was always at work during those times. And it's like I try to get them to, they'll switch shifts with each other. But it's like, you know how you request managers switch shift, shift switches or whatever the fuck I'm trying to say? And you can be like, oh, who wants to do this for me for the one time? And, you know, and it's like sometimes people help you out and do that. No, they wasn't trying to do that with me at all. Not even once, okay? So once I realized, okay, yeah, I'm making more money, but these motherfuckers are still trying to play me, I left that motherfucker too. But when I left there, because they were already established, it was like owned by this, uh, and there was like two or three of them. No, I think at the time there was like two locations. And in both the locations, they were in like really uppity places. And, um, and it was popping actually, like it was a cool thing, but I feel like they had the money for it, but they didn't have the soul. You feel me? 
Like, at this one, it was different. It's like they had the money. This was a well-off white family. And the dad learned about the marijuana business and how, like, lucrative it can be. So he invested money into it when everybody um, started to do, you know, like, it got legalized. He was like, oh, yeah, we can make money. This is Seattle, you know? Like, we can make money. So it's like, literally, bro, literally, bro, <laughs> like, they made a lot of money. They had a lot of money. Things are, like, fancier. But at the same like, they were able to host, like, block parties and stuff for people and, like, have, like, barbecues and stuff. Like, it was lit. It was, like, really fun. But at the same time, it was like, you guys were on some bullshit with me. Okay? And I was making them good money, too. I was keeping everybody, like, before people were lazy, they didn't have a lot of work, I think, because it's, like, all the dudes that was working on the ship, they were just assholes. They were kind of lazy themselves. It was, like, they're managers, but it's, like, you kind of just, like, you're a lazy manager. One of them actually stunk. Like, the customers would come in and complain about the manager smell, and also the other shift leads would. So I brought that to the attention of the higher-ups, and I was like, you guys need to fix this. I don't want to work on the shift with this stinky-ass motherfucker. It's at the point where it's, like... He smelled so bad that when you walk inside the building, it's like his smell will overtake the building. You know how, like, you might go to a friend's house or, like, you're in their room and it might smell like feet or, like, breath? Like, bro, open up the window. It's like, it's like that. No matter how much we spray or whatever. So, it's like, get your hygiene together, bro. These are, like, the managers that was, like, trying to go up against me. Like, my guy. (laughs) So, it's like, when I went in there, I, um... All of the, um, the you know, the employees, they loved me. Because it was like, I was like this nurturing motherly energy. You know, I'm making sure they're good. I'm like, what's wrong? You know, if I see a little dude coming with a hangover, I'm like, look. I pull him to the side. I'm like, look, I can smell you. I need you to go to your car, get your axe, your cologne, spray yourself. I need you to drink some water. Take 15 minutes in the bathroom, slap some water in your face, get your shit together. You better not ever show yourself up here hungover again. You feel me? If you need to on your break, you need to go smoke you a sativa, get your shit together, and come on back and get your shit right. You feel me? And that was the type of manager I was. Don't show up here on some bullshit and try to embarrass me. And they respected me for that. You feel me? But they were also getting mistreated. Okay? It was like the employees didn't have a voice, and then I didn't have a voice. It was just like, it was just, they just wanted you to work, right? And on top of that, they was, like, overcharging people. It was just ridiculous. And I was trying to tell them, like, hey, you guys are charging prices that are, like, medical. And this is, like, recreational. They didn't want to hear that. So I'm like, okay, this motherfucker, this shit stank. Like, I don't want it. So it's like, after a while, after I made enough money to, like, stack up for a minute and, like, be cool, I left that motherfucker, too. But I made sure that the same employees that was always coming to me, like, okay, you're a manager. I feel like I'm safe to talk to you. Can you bring this to their attention so that we can change it? There's people doing hardcore drugs there. And it was, like, because they were friends with the main dude. Because, like, okay, the dude that owned the whole thing, he had a son. He bought it and gave it to his son. But his son, you could tell he was, like, a spoiled little white dude. He never worked a day of his life because he didn't know how to run a business. But it's, like... You feel like you all that because you have this business, right? But he don't know what to do with it. It's like daddy gives you something and you just don't know what to fucking do with it, you know? So it's like that's what he was. And it's like he had these friends from high school and stuff that he hired on. And they were stinky. And some of them were doing drugs and like sleeping with each other. Like it was like a main manager was like sleeping with one of the employees. And 
making their shifts because he made the shifts they were making shifts together so that they could leave together and clock on together it was like a lot of relationships and stuff that wasn't supposed to be happening there was hardcore drugs being done in the bathroom and i found evidence for it and i brought it to their attention and because it was their friends from high school they still let the motherfuckers work there and it's like this female she was doing like i think it was like heroin or something because she literally will like she'll come into work and she'll be normal you know normal energy and it's like she'll go to the bathroom she'll come back out the bathroom and it's like she's falling asleep on the fucking counter like the goddamn person is like talking to her like hey you know i'm looking for something to help me with my stomach and my headache today like do you guys have a certain strand for that and she's talking to her and she's laying her head on the counter and then she falls asleep and it's like this is on the camera i'm showing you guys what's happening you know i sent her home because like bitch get your high ass the fuck up out of here you know I'm taking pictures and showing you guys what the the residue is that I seen about them. But it's like, you keep this person over me. So the environment was horrible, right? It starts to turn really horrible. So me and the other employees, at this point, I'm like, look, y'all, I'm about to leave. I told them, I don't stay, if I don't like some shit in the job, and I feel like this is for most Aquariuses too, y'all don't play that shit. And if, the, if, you're, if you're not an Aquarius and you still be sticking around jobs that be doing that shit, man, know your worth and get the fuck out of that situation because there's always better for you. But I told my employees, I'm like, I know y'all love me and shit, but I got to get the fuck up out of here because I ain't got time. They're going to end up getting some type of raid or some the police going to come up in this bitch one day when somebody's going to be like, this bitch is high on some other shit. And I am not going down with that shit for knowing it and not, you know, getting up out of here. Like, this is a fucking illegal drug this bitch is doing in the bathroom fuck is you talking about you feel me so it's like they ignored it so what i did is since i had the power i wrote all of my employees a letter of recommendation whether they choose to use it or not they were some good employees they were excellent but it's like the environment they were in was horrible and a lot of them were you know young a lot of, it's like a lot of them i seen myself when i first started at my other dispensary it's like you just got this job you're fresh 21 you're still in college you know this is a little something for you you got your first apartment you know so it's like i understood that they had to stay there and figure it out for themselves so what i did is i wrote them a letter of recommendation and what i also did is we all also walked out at the same time too (laughs) and i cussed them out so this time i cussed them out like the other time it was like we didn't even stoop low enough to like we wasn't even gonna stoop and cuss this little old ass Turkish dude out. We was like, whatever. It's gonna hurt you more to know that all your money just walked walked out, right? And he didn't know how to sell weed. He didn't know how much it was supposed to be. He didn't know the quantities. He didn't know shit about it. So we literally left him in there to fend for himself, you know. But it's like with these people, they knew all that stuff, right? So it's like what we did was. What I did was I had one more manager meeting with them, and I made sure I made it to that manager meeting because I was like, oh, 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 you guys are having one? I seen on the the thing that you guys are having one. How come nobody text me? They let me know, so I showed up extra early that day. At this meeting, it was a manager and employee meeting because at this point in time, all the requests and all the things that these other employees have been trying to voice was coming out, and I was the voice for them. So now it's at the point where... All the managers and the main little spoiled dude had to come down and um, sit down and, like, had this little talk about everything going on, about the drugs and all that kind of shit, right? And it was supposed to be the chance of us to speak our voices. But they kept trying to cover shit up in a thing. So there was, like, one other black girl that I hired that was there. 
and she was there too and like we don't hold our motherfucking tongues like and that's like and I think there's a black man there too so it was only three of us together but we don't hold our tongues and they said something and I cussed them the fuck out not with cuss words how you guys hear me do all the time the thing is with people i know how to get to your energy so i don't have to oh you motherfucker i don't have to get to that level i cuss all the time when i'm teaching the shit because i flavor i season my words okay but when it comes to like actually cussing you out i can do so very politely i can do so with the utmost brilliant fucking words and i'll use my vocabulary in those instances okay <laughs> just know that and it's gonna make you even more hurt because you was expecting me to do it in a different way i politely cussed them the fuck out and told them about themselves about their complexes about their drug addict asses about how spoiled they were about everything that was going on with that company and how fake they were i let them know everything in front of everybody after i already wrote everybody else their letter of recommendation a lot of them already had promised jobs. They were just finishing up the week. And these people didn't even know. So after that week, after I left, a lot of other people left too. To the point nobody was working there anymore. That's the power you hold. Okay? Aquariuses and other people that resonate with this. That you've been mistreated so many fucking times at your job. Leave. What are we still there for? Okay? There's no reason for us to still be there putting up with their bullshit, clocking in, waking up like, oh, I gotta be around these motherfuckers again. They're just in your energy. It's stopping you from bigger and better. Like I said, I walked out of one situation, walking into something that paid me $12 more. Walked out of that situation, walked into something that paid me even more. Had even more freedom. If that shit turns out, then that means it's time for me to start my own shit. And what happened with that is when I started my own shit, I was still kind of working somewhere else. But I was using that money along with some money I saved to like invest in myself. So then it's like, okay, I have this idea or this hobby or this thing that I'm passionate about. It's like slowly but surely start collecting the things you need for that, you know? If it's tea, start collecting seeds and shit. So you can grow your herbs, start growing the shit. So it's like when you're ready to actually, like, you got the packaging and everything ready. Now you got the herbs. All you got to do is cut them down, dry them, package them. You got your own fucking teas. You need to learn herbology before that, though, so you can make sure you know what you're mixing. And it's not going to kill nobody. Because if you don't know what you're mixing, it can be really lethal to somebody if you don't know what you're doing. You feel me? But it's like, you done did all that? You know that? Come on, I just, you know, I just told somebody how to do a fucking tea business. Easy. Like, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay? And this is this is how your brain works. This is how other people's brain works. You just have endless ideas. Start putting some to action, okay? <sighs> Let me see if there's any more channeling coming up. If there is, then I'll tap back in. But if not, then this is all I got for y'all. Peace. I'm back. Just kidding. <laughs> so, look. I knew there was something else I was supposed to say. Um, okay. So, if this resonates with you, it's going to resonate with you. 
but there's something going on with somebody in particular um where I feel like remember how in the beginning of this I was talking about delusions and then like the channeling kind of drifted towards like job illusions so I feel like whoever needs to hear that message in the beginning with my story time and everything like that it was like the messages were more so like um job related like maybe you need to leave a job or maybe you've been thinking about it or you've been feeling like a supervisor been overworking you or overdoing something or whatever okay so now the second part of channeling that was coming up for me was um about somebody having like a a false friend so of course this has been in my energy because it's happening to me but not only does it happen to me but it happens to the collective as well that's the whole part of being a shaman is getting the stories out getting the word out so it's like you guys can know what's going on around you okay um with these illusions coming down because remember i was saying like um like, for me, it's like I woke up, it's like a new day, and it's like the, the insight that I have is like, mm, I don't know, it's like the insight that I have is like allowing me to view things in a whole new way, and it's like, it's also like taking me back to like old memories and like bringing things back up, and like now it's like I have the complete bird's eye view of it, you know what I mean? Like, like when you're reminiscing on certain things it's like oh that's why that motherfucker said it that way or you know it's like when you're finding out like oh these supervisors don't want you to win or these friends family whatever whoever it is in your life that's trying to hold you back right it's like when you realize that and the illusion is like broken it's like all these things all these memories and, and and like words or conversations and things start to like pop up in your head phrases or like facial expressions or something that somebody did you know like how I said when me and my ex-best friend first met she was mugging me and I approached her but like then she switched it that was fake as fuck right there you know you didn't like me from that moment but it's like you use that as an opportunity to like do some single white female type shit so like for a lot of you guys I feel like these illusions are like coming down and you're starting to see people for who they truly are their true colors are showing for somebody in particular that's listening, though, it's like, um, you got somebody around you. You got more than one person around you that's like, um, they got some type of weird-ass intentions. It's like something's real hella weird. Like, you can't even put your finger on it. You know how, like, I was saying, like, for example, for my situation, how, like, um, I was trying to figure out, like, how all these motherfuckers knew each other back then. But it's like, in my head, I didn't think too much of it because it's like, it's a small city that I live in. But it's like, um, still, how you motherfuckers all know each other? Like, they was from two different hoods or just complete, like, just one day y'all all just in the same car, just linking up with each other. And it's like, hmm, shit seemed a little funny, right? And it's like, when my guides revealed the information to me about them trying to plot on me and kill me, then it made sense on how they all knew each other, right? So it's like, what I'm picking up is like, you guys got some really weird-ass energy around you that is like plotting on your demise or like trying to watch you have some type of downfall or something okay and I keep picking up on this energy and I know it's just not mine because this the stories that are coming through is not even my story um it's like okay what am I trying to say there's somebody that has a friend it's it's like similar to my story but it's like it's your own okay it's somebody that has a friend that's around them right but it's like this friend is like, um, it's like this friend is not who you think they are. Okay. 
but it's like more than one friend. It's like two friends. That's not who you think they are. And it's these friends are like they're opposite sexes. So it's like you might have a friend that's like a girl and you might have a friend that's a dude. And it's like then it's you. Um but I feel like these two people, they've been around each other before because of you, right? So it's like um I'm gonna I feel like this is a masculine that I'm talking to, okay? I don't know if this is a divine feminine. If you if you've resonating with this, then cool, take your messages. But who this main channel message is coming from? I feel like I'm talking to somebody that's listening. That's a divine masculine. So you have two friends that's around you. They could have only known each other or only met because of you, or it's like maybe y'all all went to school together, something like that. I don't know. Um, or somebody went to school with you. What I'm also picking up is like um. No, they both went to school with you. They both went to school with you. And the reason these illusions are coming out now is it's like, um, with the planetary alignment, it's like, you're, it's like the, the, the years that we were growing up, like our whole life we were growing up, people didn't realize that we had like, I think, was it Uranus? It was either Uranus, the planet, or like Neptune. Either one of them that is like in control of illusions. I can't remember which one off the top of my head right now, but one of them are in control of illusions. And that planet was in retrograde for like, like for most of us, like 30 years, damn near. Like, you know what I mean? For like 30 years, like most of us is like damn near 30 years old. So it's like for that length of time, that planet was in retrograde, meaning like the illusions that was happening, we couldn't see it. And it seemed like these people were friends or whatever, right? So it's like now that that planet is like indirect, like it's direct, meaning like it's in its normal position, it's not going backwards, then it's like all the things that we weren't able to see is now able to be revealed. That's how planetary alignments and like astrology and stuff work. When you start seeing stuff going retrograde, stuff is going backwards. So it's like whatever that energy that that planet carries, it's like it's the opposite of that. When it's going direct, like the when, when you see in astrology or astronomy, excuse me, that um, the planet is going direct and it's moving forward, then I mean, it's like, it's in the actual energy it's supposed to be in. So like for Jupiter example, Jupiter is a planet of expansion. So if it's in retrograde, then it's like, at that moment, everybody's in this stagnant energy. Nobody can move forward. It's like you're trying to move forward and things keep getting pushed back. When it's moving forward, you can expand, you can network, you can move forward, right? You have more luck, okay? Um, so that's kind of what that means. So like the reason all this is happening right now is because of the planetary alignment. Remember how I'm telling you guys, everybody's supposed to be waking up and there's this big mass awakening going on with 144,000. So that's why these planets are happening and, and everybody being affected in this way. Whoever's listening, it's like you're realizing like the people that was around you was not your, your folks. Like, yeah, it compares to my story, but it's like in your own way, you're really realizing these people is not your folks know what I mean and it's like you have your own stories with them I don't know your stories you know I don't know what you've been through with them but it's like you got you have some type of weird energy around you right now that's going on and it's like what I'm hearing is like exposed exposed so I don't know like divine masculine if you're listening I don't know what you've been doing it's like it could have even been something that wasn't that serious you know what I'm saying like let me give you guys an example Let's say Divine Masculine, um, let's say you, 
literally like, I don't know. How can I say this? Like, you literally like, um, okay. I feel like there's some type of bro code being broken. That's the, that's what I'm trying to pick up on. There's some type of bro code being broken where it's like, um, when it comes to your bros, it's like, okay. It's like, y'all know bro code. Same thing like girl code. It's like you don't break it. There's something about bro code where it's like maybe you have feelings for somebody else. And like your your homeboy that you confide in, it's like you would tell it's like it's like this your best friend. So you would tell that person everything, right? Like, yeah, I really fuck with this person. I really love this person. Whoop de whoop whoop whoop. You know what I mean? Like, um, but you could be with somebody else or you could be like involved with somebody else, but like maybe that shit's dying or it's dead, or it's like y'all ain't really fucking with each other like that no more. But it's like the only person you felt like you could talk to was like your brother. Like you might call this brother your this person you like your brother. Like oh this is my brother, you know. Like when you introduce this person to other people, oh yeah this is my brother. This is my this been my bro since like middle school or high school or whatever. And you know maybe I was on the same basketball team or I don't fucking know right. But it's like that's your bro. You introduce people like that. Like you guys be at each other's houses. Y'all might have you know um, been around each other's like family events and stuff like that. But it's like this person's like snake. This person's a snake is what I'm picking up. And it's like, whatever you talk to this person about in private, like, about you having feelings about something else, like, maybe you was with some chick, and it's like, um, I don't know. You know, like, I know bro code, because, like, I, I know bro code. You know what I mean? Like, I have bros. So it's like, I know bro code. So maybe it's like, you know, with my brothers and shit, like, they tell me, like, uh, the, 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 the funny thing is, for the females that are stalking me and shit that's in the tail, it's like for y'all to hear this, um, I know about your sex game. <laughs> I know about y'all sex game. Like little do you know, I know the ones that are good in bed. I know the ones that's not. I know the ones that got loose booty. Like I know all that, bro. <laughs> Cause my brothers tell me like the same dudes that y'all chasing after, that y'all done smash and shit. They'll tell me, bro. Cause these are my brothers. <laughs> we'll smoke a blunt. And we'll talk about it, you. Feel me? So it's like. That's what I mean by bro code. Like, you probably, like, confided in this brother about some shit. Like, the girls you smash or, like, the things you do whatever, whatever, right? And it's like, I feel like whoever you was with or whoever you're with, you were, like, kind of, that person, like, played or you were just kind of over it. And maybe you only could confide in this brother. Like, bro, I'm over this bitch. Like, yo, like, bro, she's bugging. Like, she ain't doing this, she ain't doing that, whatever, whatever, right? And it's like... The whole time you didn't know, it was like this person's like, look at it like this. This person's like lightweight and informant. You know what I mean? And it's like this person's like bringing the information you're saying to the person you're saying it about without you realizing it because um, it's like the illusion that was over this situation made it seem like this was separate. This was your homeboy. This was your chick. But the in reality, it's like it's not this homeboy trying to get with your chick the one that you're currently with that you may be like "Mm, mm." you feel me like i don't know if i still want to be with her they've been doing something behind your back and what's going on is it's like i don't know if somebody's gonna be exposed soon or it's like they're gonna try to blast you about the information 
but it's like they're trying to like piss you off like remember how i was just saying on the divine masculine message the twin flames and stuff like both both of them was telling each other like please don't fight like the gods and the gods and the angels and stuff was like begging y'all not to fight like both divine feminine and divine masculine not to fight so the same way i'm saying i'm going through this there's also divine masculines going through this so if this is resonating with you cool or if it's just even if it's not a third party situation but you know something's going on with you and i didn't pick up on it just be aware of what's going on on around with you right now excuse me i'm like stuttering i feel like they don't want me to say this <laughs> um pay attention to like your drinks your food if you're rolling up and smoking with these people that you thought was cool with you pay attention to that shit like people are on some weird fucking shit with these chosen ones and it's like if you're waking up and realizing that you are chosen and that you do have a divine message and this all resonates with you you're getting goosebumps or you know your ears might be ringing when i'm saying this or it's just like you know you get this sense of like oh my gosh she's speaking to me i need you to really wake up and pay attention to things like I told you, people drugged me. They put stuff in my punch. I ain't even had no fucking liquor, you know? I know people that's been laced if you smoke weed. I know people that be trying to put shit in your bed. Be like, oh, bro, come smoke with me, bro. And put some shit in your bed. Pay attention. But somebody's going to try to... And I told you guys the other day about the little karmic females trying to trap people and put spells and stuff in the food. So just... Look, I ain't saying be paranoid, but you need to make your own shit, roll your own bud, have your own drink, do your own thing. Stay away from these people because if this keeps popping up in my energy to warn somebody. I don't even like doing messages like this, but it's like it's coming to me urgently. Like if I don't get it out, my stomach starts to hurt. Like I get a bad feeling. So I have to say it because somebody listening needs to hear this. These people have like your this this person, this friend, they have your messages. Hey, Buddha. They have your messages, right? Oh, you just gonna bust in the door like that, huh? All right, we gonna end this and I'll pick it back up. But they have your messages, okay? And it's like they're they're threatening to like bring it to this person that you're trying to leave, and or it's like they already did, and this is gonna come out. And it's like on top of that, can I see your ball? You gonna hand it to mommy? Yeah. Oh, you gonna climb up here? Okay, you wanna come give me some love? Um. Let me hurry up and try to finish this. And then I might pick it back up later. But um, they have your messages. They're going to try to, like, bring it to the person that you're trying to leave to cause some type of issue. And it's like you're trying to figure out, like, how this person knows. That's how they know. It's because your friend has been messing with them the whole time behind your back and, like, pillow talking and bringing them information if you're always trying to figure out like how this person knows you're interested in somebody else or what this other person's doing or who this other person is it's because of this betrayal yeah e it's because the betrayal of this person um here you want mommy's crystal you want to hold it good job um what else was i about to say that's key that's a key huh you put it on your neck here let me help you (laughs) um let me see hold on y'all i'm getting distracted um that's another thing they're like they're trying to like put up things to like distract you or like keep you in this energy of like you not knowing that's what i'm saying they might be trying to go around the chick might be acting like she's cool oh you want to take it off she might be trying to go around acting like she's cool or like you know cooking food or doing the most for you trying to rush you into some type of decision to make because it's like they got some type of plot going on they know she knows you're trying to leave because he told her 
but the other thing is it's like um this dude that she's messing with your friend or whatever it's like um they like each other they like each other and it's like she probably she might even like do more than she like you but it's like she just want to hold you back from moving on so i don't know it's just weird and it's like the dude that it's like the dude your friend your homeboy your bro it's like he only wants what you have so if he sees when you're having conversations that you don't even like the chick that you're with and you're onto something else it's like his energy is like i want to go after what you have so it's like he's tell the only reason why he's telling her this is because like he's he wants to ruin what is going on with you he wants to stop you from going forward to the person you want to be with um so that he can go towards the person you want to be with if that, if that makes sense so like divine masculine your bro is like telling the karmic or your ex chick or whoever that's holding you back from coming towards the person you love this person is like revealing like messages y'all had about you not liking this chick or like say you message her and you're like bro this bitch is talking again bro can i come over there and smoke a blunt with you or like can i come play the video game or let's go play basketball let's go to the gym she's tripping again like she won't stop she won't shut up she's fucking annoying her breath stinks whatever you want to say right whatever you've been saying to this person they're trying they're they're exposing it all to this chick so that y'all can start arguing and do y'all little thing and it's like the whole time he knows you don't really want her and it's like he knows who you really want because you might have been like hey bro what do you think about her or like you think i should go towards this person or you think she could be my wife or whatever right you remember this person or whatever it's like they see who this person is that you want to go towards and it's like they're going to try to either make their shot or take their shot but they're not a good person i'm picking up on the energy like this person shysty anyways because obviously what they're doing but it's like maybe they do drugs or like they're a player or it's like the it's, it's like the divine feminine knows already this type of person's coming towards you but it's like maybe you don't know about what's going on behind your back so that's a channel message like pay attention to your friends and who's going around you and what you're saying to people because they'll go back and it's like some type of screenshot or some type of thread going a, around of like what you said about who you truly love and like the feelings you feel towards that person and that's why it's like people know like if you were trying to figure out like how the fuck this karmic knew that you had somebody else or that you were thinking about somebody else or that you love somebody else and why they keep bringing that person's name up this is why why they keep trying to pick fights and they like always know about it this is why if even if you thought oh they knew about it because of whatever reason they knew about intimate details and more things like every time you would share something with this bro i don't know how often you share stuff with your best friend or bro every time you would share stuff this person would go back and tell this other person and then that person would go harder and like do more magic or do more things to either send towards the person you loved or you or both of you guys to keep y'all apart so that's an illusion that's probably like coming to the forefront right now that you guys are realizing and it's like that's why this is happening this is what you're realizing right now if you're feeling like oh my god you know like yeah or if this hasn't happened yet you remember i predict so it's like i could be predicting something to happen for somebody and it's like if it did happen for you um i'm hoping that i you listening to this could help you get out that situation because um you don't deserve that whoever you are listening that this may resonate with okay but just pay attention to your food your drinks your weed 
whatever the fuck you take, whatever, however you like having fun. Careful, Buddha. Let me see. Oh, don't be throwing my necklace, honey. Okay, what you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you guys, I gotta go. He's tripping. He's hungry. Bye. I hope you guys got the messages you needed.